Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast. We did a little bit of a rebranding per se. This is now Truly Harmony Podcast. And we are going to be talking about mainly focused on career tips and advice and my experiences. And also some, of course, life tips because your career is a part of your life. And what really inspired me to make this one is from watching the movie Soul. Now I know it has gotten raving reviews, it's gotten some criticism, um, of course, but I wanna focus on the main message of the movie that I received. Now, if you haven't seen Soul, I don't think I'll be saying too many spoilers, but just make sure you go watch it. It's on Disney Plus, use yours, borrow a friend's, whatever, but it is just a great movie, perfect for me and what I've been going through and also I think for our generation um, as we're navigating these unprecedented oh gosh I'm getting tired of that word but how else can you describe these times so as we're navigating these unprecedented times I think that this is just a wonderful fresh way of thinking about life and purpose and your passions And as I reflect on 2020, I've had multiple jobs and I've really realized that I've been on this wild goose chase trying to fill something in my life and kind of in my heart. And it wasn't until now a lot of things happened, but also just watching the movie that I realized that I was even on this wild goose chase. And it was like I had made an idol out of finding, quote unquote, finding my passion or doing my passion or finding a job that I was passionate about. And I had created this whole dream in my mind of this perfect kind of job that I would have that I was really passionate about and I would wake up every day and really want to go to work and I would be fueled by my passion. And if it's anything that we know about passion and being fueled by some type of burning fat passion is that you will burn out and you'll burn out probably even quicker than you would in a regular job. So in this podcast, I really wanted to talk about that. I really wanted to talk about my experiences with that and kind of address some of the things that I thought and that were some myths and also probably what other people are thinking as well about life after graduating college and, you know, thinking about your career and what relationship you're going to have with work, right? So for me, and excuse me, I'm just getting over a cold just a cold, (laughs) not COVID or anything. Um, Yeah, so it was really kind of wild to to go through these experiences because I, I kept feeling the same things. Like I would get this job that I was really passionate about. I was passionate about the issues and the mission and it was just this burning fire in my heart. And I would get this job and I'll be like, yeah, I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. I'm working on the hardcore issues and this is what I should be doing with my whole life. And so it was no surprise that I 
kept finding myself in jobs that were taking my whole life, my all of my energy, all of my emotional energy, my spiritual and my physical energy. And I felt like, okay, this is what it means to live. This is what it means to live out your passions, right? Is to have a job where you're working and you're passionate about what you're doing. And that's how it is. But time and time again, I would wonder, wow, I'm really burnt out by this job. I love what I'm doing, but the bureaucracy is killing me. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, okay, I want to do a job that's meaningful because that's, you know, I really value meaningful work. And I felt like, Okay, well, since I value meaningful work and I'm a passionate person and I'm a very empathetic person that I need to have a job where I am doing that kind of work. I need to have a job where I'm using all of my emotional energy. I need to have a job where I'm constantly inspiring and all these other things. And that's what I had cooked up in my mind because that's what I feel like was sold to me. And that's what I did with what people tell me, follow your passion. Figure out your passion and follow it. So I figured out my passion while I was in college and I started following it and it wasn't leading me into really good places, <laughs> to be honest. Like I would get these jobs and it would be like temporary jobs and I could just feel it weighing down on me. And I was like, okay, well, this is the wrong passion to follow. I need to follow another passion. And if I'm not passionate about it, I need to somehow connect it to my passion. And then that's where it starts to get really dangerous if we start conflating work with passion. Of course, it's good, you know, to do work that you want to do and you feel good doing, but it gets to a different level when we take it too far and we feel like we have to have this 40 hour work week of doing things that we're passionate about 40 plus hour work week of doing things that we're passionate about accepting lower pay accepting you know disrespect or toxic or confusing working conditions because we're passionate and and I also think a lot of recent grads get taken advantage of this way because we get sold this okay this company has a great mission and it's great you were passionate about these things and you know we have these values and they reel us in based on heart things not based on mind things and i had to really come to learn throughout this past year and a half that i can't be trying to find jobs based on just my heart you know i'm very big hearted person like i said i'm very passionate I'm very you know social justice-y i like to do good in the world and I like to have a lot of purpose to what I'm doing but I started making decisions more with my heart that I should have probably been making with my mind and everyone has different experience with this but for me I started to realize that this was not good it was not going to lead to a healthy life where I could also you know, have a social life. I could give back to my community with service. I could be involved in politics. I can maintain my relationships and quality time and have, you know, a family and all these other things that I wanted. If I'm going to have a job that's supposed, that's filling this space in my life, you know, and this is where I really want to break it down a little bit further is because, you know, I don't know if it's capitalism or, you know, U.S. culture or just what we're sold is that, 
you live to work like you wake up and everything that you do in college everything that you do it always has to be about making money everything that you do should turn some sort of profit you know and when you're thinking about if you're working when you're thinking about what kind of job you want to do when you think about your passions all of that's supposed to make you money everything about who you are as a person it needs to be monetized Right. And that's what we're I mean, I literally remember a professor telling me monetize your passion, monetize your passion. And and that's what I was set on doing. I was like, oh, I'm monetizing my passion. Boom, boom, boom. But I never stopped to think like, OK, this is this sustainable. Is it sustainable? Is it truly sustainable to monetize your passion? And, you know, sometimes it is. But for me, because the things I was passionate about, the things I was passionate about were so deeply personal to me and I had such strong feelings about them. It's hard to work in a system or an institution where you're working for your passion or you're working where you're passionate about, but you're also dealing with, you know, the different politics and you're dealing with the bureaucracy and other people and having to kind of rely on others who aren't as passionate as you about this thing. And you have to really decide like, okay, passion is not enough. And it makes me feel like when people talk about relationships and marriage, love is not enough. You know, you have to actually think about what am I going to do to make this sustainable? And you have to really apply that to the job search too. And that's, kind of gets into a little bit with soul and the the movie soul is that one thing it really talks about or really hits on is that one when you are passionate about something or you're in the zone of something that you really connect with it's really easy to turn that into an obsession and when you turn your passion into an obsession or when it becomes something that prevents you from appreciating the joys of life, you know, when it becomes something that consumes your personhood, that that's when it becomes dangerous. That's when we become these cogs in a machine, you know, where we, we're not even feeding our humanity. And that's really something big I learned in 2020 is that my humanity is so much more than just a job. And if I've put all my stock, all my passions are in my job and my job takes up all of my time because it's filling this gap that I have, then how am I going to sustain that life? And it's just, it just got to so much stress. Even with this other job that I got, it got to so much stress. And now I realized I had been tolerating some severe like disorganization I have been tolerating some disrespect sabotage all these types of things that I have my rose-colored glasses on I have my passion glasses on I'm doing something I'm passionate about I'm helping people I'm using my knowledge to help others and uplift others but at what point do you look and say okay is this sustainable for me and for my life can I continue to live and work like this Can I be working consistently 10 to 12 hour days as the norm? That's not sustainable for me. And I had to really take off my passion glasses and say, look, I can't be constantly conflating work and passion. That's going to lead to burnout for me because it just gets to an extreme. And then you have, you know, I truly believe that you attract what you desire. 
in life. So I'm desiring a job that fulfills me, that fills me. And, and that means something I'm passionate about and it hits all these different marks and I can do all these different things. But it's like, what happens when I need a break from work? But the work I've also put my passions in. You know, what happens when I need to turn it off? But the norm is not to turn it off. Like the jobs that I was attracting, the norm was to be working for hours and hours and hours with no break. The norm is to work 50, 60 hours a week, you know, and that's something that I thought, okay, I'm passionate about it. I can set my boundaries, but there's only so many boundaries that you can set when you're in a job where the culture and the norm is to be pushing out these 60 hour work weeks where burnout is the norm. And that's something that's applauded. And that's where I have to take a step back and say, okay, why do I keep ending up in jobs and positions that I'm burning out so quickly that I like it at first and I connect with the mission, but you know, a few months in, that I'm, I look around and I'm in a toxic work environment. I've dealt with disrespect. I've dealt with gaslighting. You know, I've dealt with severe disorganization and unclear things and lack of training and unclear expectations and all these things. Well, how did I get here? You know, and I had to pump the brakes on it after I quit my last job. <laughs> I had to pump the brakes on it and really look at okay what have i been looking for why do i keep ending up having these like literally stressed out moments and breakdowns because of work because i'm not getting off work till 9 p.m almost every night and i don't have time to cook dinner i don't have time to spend quality time with my partner with my dog you know i'm working constantly and so i had to really like check myself in a sense because you know although these work environments were not great i had to think about how, what am i doing to get here because i've been here before multiple times at this point and so when i reflected back and then when i watched the movie soul i realized i had gotten so obsessed and consumed with finding a job that was also my passion that also fulfilled parts of me that a job is not even supposed to fulfill you know and i and i took the transactional nature away from what a job is supposed to be and i added so much personal and heartfelt and that's what i started to desire and seek out and that's what you know attracted to me and it's like, it's really easy to get yourself manipulated in those instances and to get taken advantage of because you're only looking with rose colored glasses. And that's what I was doing. I was looking with my rose colored glasses at these positions. And I'm like, oh, this is great. This is perfect. This is what I'm passionate about. And I ended up in situations where I was just spread too thin. I'm burnt out. I'm overworked. I'm underpaid. And I, and I had to realize, okay, I have to stop searching for these. I need to take a break. I need to realize what's going on with me, what's going wrong in my job search process to where I'm getting like burnt out like this. And it was really at what my relationship with work had become after graduating. And 
you know, this just had to be learned on the fly. But the thing was, when I graduated, I, I just hadn't taken enough time to consider what all of my needs are as a person. I felt like, okay, my job would meet my social needs, it would meet my passion needs, it would meet my political needs, it would meet all these different needs for me as a person. But when you put that in a job, then when the negative things come about, if there's a toxic work environment, then it drains you at twice the rate that it would be fulfilling you at. And so I had to just take a whole stock. I made a whole diagram of what my values were and how I wanted to like express them or how I wanted them to play out in my life because it's just, it's more than just working, you know, and I had to be intentional about that. I had to understand that I had spiritual needs and I needed to make time and energy for that, for, you know, spiritual community. And I needed that outside of work and I needed political community, you know, to be involved in what's going on and pushing towards change in my local community, blasey blasey. I also needed, you know, time and space for my personal passion projects like this podcast or Instagram or even YouTube again, you know, and I just wasn't considering all of that i was trying to put all of those different parts of myself in a job and that's where things just went like totally left for me and i felt so relieved especially after watching soul because soul just validated for me everything that i have been experiencing like i spent so much time just like the main character obsessing about what I wanted, what my purpose was, what my passion was, and how do I find and keep my passion, and how do I go through it, and um, all right, hey y'all, sorry I got interrupted, (laughs) Um, but what I was saying was, you know, I was so busy obsessing over having something I was passionate about, that I failed to look at the really important things that really mattered (laughs) and what I actually needed as a person, as a whole person, not just as, you know, someone who's passionate about this, but as a human being from work. And I had to come back and reevaluate like, okay, what is it that I need in my life? How do I need to structure my life in a way that I'm feeding all the parts of myself? And what does that mean for the type of job I need right now? You know, I was putting so much weight into these jobs and it was really easy. I had like several jobs. It's really easy for me to get a job because I'm very authentic, genuine. You know, I interview well, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't personally considering all of the, all of my own needs in terms of work environment in terms of schedule and you know I thought I came to these revelations but I didn't get to the root cause which is that I was looking for a job to fulfill my passion and that is not the right way to go about it and I you know I'm glad I learned this now but I wish I had some sort of guidance on that like yes you are passionate about this and that's great and you should keep that but your job and your passion 
are probably going to need to be two different things. And that's not the case for everyone. Some people can work in their passion and not burn out. And that's awesome. Amazing. I love that you can do that if you are one of those people. But because I'm so deeply sensitive and deeply passionate that it doesn't work out that way for me, that I need a transactional job that I go to and I have a set amount of hours per week and I pay my bills and that's it. That also gives me the time and ability to be able to um, interact with and kind of feed all those other parts of myself. All those hobbies that I have, the interests that I have, gives me the ability to enjoy life when I can. You know, because work is always going to be a part of life, unless you just, you marry rich or whatever, but you're still going to have to do some type of work. <laughs> um, but the important thing for me is that I can still enjoy my life and enjoy the little things that I've been given um, and I can appreciate you know how hard I've worked I can appreciate the relationships that I have and I can appreciate you know just arts in the world and creativity and love and all these other things along with my work and so I really think that's a lesson that a lot of us millennials can learn because there's, you know, we're the gig culture, the side hustle culture, all that stuff. But everything that you do doesn't have to make money. Every second of your day does not have to be monopolized by, you know, something that can be monetized, right? Like it's okay. First of all, it's okay to rest, which I've discussed that before. It's okay to just Take a moment to rest and chill out for a little bit and sit down um, or to just enjoy a good book or to feed yourself um, in a different way, whether that's writing or something like that, that you don't have to make a profit from, that you just do because you enjoy it. And it's important to make time for those things or else you just get consumed by this culture of like produce 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 everything is a commodity even yourself even your body is a commodity so there has to be time at least for me to exist outside of being a worker to exist outside of productivity to exist as a spiritual being to exist as a social being to exist as a being that needs rest as the being that can have joy you know, and I, oh, I'm just really so grateful and thankful and proud that I came to this revelation because I was really stuck for a long time. I felt like I was one of those um, in the movie Soul, they have lost souls where either people get so obsessed with what their passion is or they are buried in like fears and anxiety because of the decisions they made in life that they become lost souls and they just are warped, you know, and they can no longer be present in the moment because of what they have become obsessed with or what has consumed them. And I felt like, you know, just this constant search for passion and a job, a career that was going to fulfill my passion or that was gonna fulfill me as a person, it really led me to like burn out and to become discouraged and to let go of all these other things that I know are important in order for me to live a healthy life. Um, so it was just huge for me. And after watching that movie and just kind of realizing what they said about the spark. So in the movie, all the souls, before they come down to earth and find a body, they have to find their spark. And at first, you know, you're led to believe that the spark is some sort of 
deep passion, you know, blah, blah. But later on, it's revealed that the spark is essentially just like a will to live, a willingness and a desire to be living on earth. You know, it doesn't have to be the one thing that you were meant to be doing or born to do, which doesn't really exist. It's just your desire to live, your spark, the thing that makes life worth living for you here on earth. And so that can be anything and it can show up in your life in any way that you want it to show up. And I just think that I really lost sight of that this past year and a half. And I was just trying, I was zoom focused in on this one thing being what I needed to feel complete. You know, some people that's a relationship for other people. It's, you know, really, I can just think of relationships, but for me, it was like a job that I was looking for to be complete and I didn't obviously I didn't find it there and I had to realize like no that's not that's just not it (laughs) and I'm glad that I did realize that Um, and now that I can go on with the job search of searching for a transactional job of searching for a job where the employer you know looks or I can show them my skills that I can do the job, I do the job and I'm compensated well and I go home and that's it. There's no taking work home. There's no, you know, being manipulated into staying or guilted into overworking yourself or this, that and the other. It's just, I go to work, I do my work, I perform well at work and I stay professional and then I come home and I can be who I am. You know, so I'm just really glad that I can move forward with this new wisdom because I really do consider this wisdom because so many people just live their whole live their whole lives to work and it's not a fulfilling life. It's not you're not meeting your needs. You're not a human if you have to do that. You know, we need family, we need social relationships, we need connections, we need to be connected to our community. We need to have the mental space to be involved in politics and what's going on in our communities. And so I had to really make that shift. And I think it's really important for other people to reflect on that shift as well and understand that, yes, it's important to work and pay the bills and to have whatever kind of nice things that you want, but it's equally important to be able to enjoy the life that you create for yourself without having all this stress or mental um, mental health issues that are caused by the job, you know. So I just really wanted to get this message out there. Like, don't be afraid to just get a job and that's it. And live your life to the fullest outside of it. There's no wrong way to do this. I felt so much pressure and like, okay, I got this liberal arts degree talking about, I learned what I'm passionate about when I was in college and now I need to get a job doing that or else that devalues me in some sort of way or else what I did is less valid or who I am is less valid if I have this liberal arts degree and I'm not actually working quote unquote in my passion, then I've done something wrong. And I felt so much guilt and shame, but it's like, no, 
you get to decide how you want to live your life and what values you have and how these different values show up in the way that you live your life. So it's important to really take time and think about what those values actually are and put a little like mirror or projector to what values you know and you feel in the inside and what has been taking place in your life on the outside. And think about what you need to change in order to get those values to match up again or to match up for the first time. And that is that sweet spot. That is that, you know, spark. Nothing is going to be perfect, of course, or 100%, but there's something to be said in living a value aligned and value centered life, knowing and understanding what are the things that fill you up, what are the things that give you energy and that make you feel happy in your life and are you doing those things are you making time to do those things what has to change in order for you to do those things because child never be afraid to quit a job i this this last one that i had to leave i was kind of afraid because i was like dang another one didn't work out it's getting so stressful like i'm gonna quit in the middle of a pandemic i oh that'll be a whole nother a whole nother podcast <laughs> quitting in a pandemic but um but yeah like I just want to make very clear that sometimes for some people you you should not be working in what you're passionate about just get a regular job and fill your life in other ways and that everything you do does not have to be monetized you know it's okay to just do something because you enjoy it to have joy outside of being productive And I want that to really stick with y'all because I think it really releases a lot of people to think about it in that way. But I think I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast here, you know, keep it 30 minutes. I think um, that this I hope and I pray that this really maybe helps or releases someone or some people and really allows you to think about work in a different way and to have the courage and to realize that you have the power to set your life up the way that you want to whatever that means for you whatever your values are is that is what you have the ability to align your life with there are of course barriers things need to be taken into consideration strategizing that needs to happen but it's really important to just know that you hold the power to how you prioritize your time and your life and you only get one life to live so do the stuff that you enjoy you know (laughs) take care of yourself but be happy you know and enjoy and appreciate every single part that life has to offer um and don't allow yourself to get sucked in or consumed by just one thing if that's not what you want or not allowing you to really live in that present moment you know so i will leave you with that thank you so much for listening to this podcast I know my voice is a little stuffy, so I hope you were able to make out everything I was saying. Um, Please follow me on Instagram, Truly Harmony uh, Coaching is my Instagram. And yeah, I will see you all. See, (laughs) see, y'all will hear from me, I guess, in my next podcast. So. 
please tune in and thank you for listening. You have a wonderful day.